All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakening to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And today, my good friend, Bathroom Dobler, is back with us. We're doing a live Q&A call. That's what we're doing, a live Q&A call. So bring your questions for those who are here on Zoom. For those on Facebook, I'm sorry, I do not check Facebook when I'm doing a show. I just, you know, I just can't. So, you know, jump in and into the Zoom and join us. Right. So um, so we did do a show with uh, Beth in January. And at that time, we were talking about soul retrieval, healing beyond the illusion of separation. And we talked about so many things. And so we're not going to talk too much about that stuff today. We're going to focus on the live Q&A, but everything is going to be really around that area as well. We are going to do a activation right away because <laughs> last time, Beth got kicked off and couldn't come back. So we're going to do the activation first, and then we're going to get into just a little, maybe teeny weeny little bit about, you know, the types of questions, what is soul retrieval, et cetera. And then we're going to get into your questions. So for those of you who don't know Beth, like I said, she was here with us in January. She's been with us before and many times. And just briefly, she is a really talented, uh, intuitive um, energy healer, etc. She is a former Chicago prosecutor and complex tort lawyer. Um, I'm not going to go through the whole thing, but she has been doing energy work, etc., for quite a while now. And she is a, a psychic, a medium, an intuitive spiritual counselor, energy healer. And um, you know, we're going to be doing the activation. She does those mini readings. She works with angels and the divine and the, the masters, etc. You name it. Um, and so we're here to support you. You know, so Beth is here to support you. I'm just here. <laughs> but Beth is here to support you for whatever is coming up around, you know, it could be your ascension right now. We were just talking about how things have been really crazy uh, lately and difficult and challenging. So what is going on with you and what do you need help and support with? Okay, so all that and more. Raise your hand if you have a question. Um, Type your question in the chat. We'll see how that goes. And, you know, be prepared to open your mind, open your heart. And when people ask questions, the answer may, may also apply to you. So be willing to receive the answers that other people are asking questions about. Does that make sense? please be willing to receive. And that's what it's about. It's about being willing to receive because we don't, we probably will not get to all the questions, right? But the answers you will get through other people's questions. Okay. So be willing to receive that. Um, so Beth, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. You want to Thank do, you. <laughs> you, want to and, and you are supporting us because we couldn't be here without you. So thanks for supporting us. <laughs> Thank you. Um, do you want to just give a quick little intro about you? Because I mean, I kind of fluffed it up. I mean, like I, 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 I want to say I effed it up a little bit. I didn't. I, was, I, could, I tried to find another word. Like it's like, what did I do? Um, just a little bit about more about what you do. Because you are an energy healer. You are a psychic. You are a medium. You do lovely activations, powerful activations. Anything else you want to share so people have an idea of what types of questions to ask you? Girl, no, that's way above my pay grade today. I am not, you ask me whatever you want, but don't ask if you don't want to know. I love that. I love that. Yes, absolutely. So please, and and there are no 
please, I'm going to say this again, like I said, every time, don't ask what my, what my angels and guides want me to know. Nope, you have to have a specific question. Because I want you to have a specific answer. I don't want, this is not for curiosity. This is not a game. This is not something to fill up your time with, right? So ask something specific that you truly want to know, that you have a question about. Ask the the thing that you're afraid to ask. Ask the thing that you are afraid to hear the answer to. That that is what is coming through right now from spirit. And as far as more about what I do and who I am and the work that I do, I this morning have been through, I don't know how to put this, but I've been through a bunch of different versions of me. Cleaning out a drawer, doing this, doing that, meditating, stopping, having like a perfectly brilliant moment with God and then turning around and breaking something and having an absolute fit, breaking down, crying. I mean, just I have been every aspect of who I am this morning, high, low and in the middle. And so let's just keep it real because it's hard out here. Um <laughs> My, my higher self is saying, go ahead and say it. My daughters and I have a joke based on some south side of Chicago humor. It's hard out here for a pimp. Life is hard. (laughs) It is really challenging right now. And so the broadest, most truthful way I can tell you what I do is whatever spirit is calling me to do. Because when I started all this, I did not want to do it. I had no idea. I wanted to feel better. I wanted to stop having friction and resistance at every turn in my life. I wanted to stop having challenges over and over and over. And and you can hear it was all, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. And until I surrendered into allowing myself to hear what spirit was calling me for, forward, to, for, mm-hmm. I couldn't get past the what I don't want because I couldn't even allow myself to believe and know that there was something more, that there was a higher calling for me. So in the beginning, I only did angel card readings because for some reason that felt normal enough to me and doing energy healing was too weird. And now I'm at the place where whatever spirit is calling me to and for, that's it. I mean, one of the thoughts I had this morning in one of my low moments is I'm going to move to South Dakota and uh, work with the Lakota Indians. (laughs) Well, that's a lot of chutzpah because you're not native and they may not let you. My one of my... um, stepfather's brothers were is a lawyer who works for uh native americans who, and it took him a long time to uh, be allowed in so you know even that idea i'm not doing that i know i'm not doing that and yet in that moment that idea was my salvation it was like oh that's gonna save me if i give up all of my life and move to the reservation <laughs> I'm I don't think they're going to let you do that. They'll accept your help, but you are not a tribal member. You don't have a place there. Your place is here, right here, where I am now. So stop trying to find an answer out there and go with it. 
And that's the work. That's the work for all of us to accept who we are and what we need to do to let go of all the layers, the trapping, the crud, the density, the stuff that keeps us stuck, that keeps us receiving the same challenges and situations over so that we can move forward into really doing and fulfilling what we came here to do. So that's what I want to offer you guys today. In your questions, when we engage in the Q&A, when we do the work in the activation, just surrender all the crap and let yourself open to and look at, see, receive what the divine calling is for you. I love it. Thank you. And it's, you know, part of this is about being here now, being present we chose to be here. I know I hate saying that myself sometimes. It's like, really? I chose this? Really? We chose to be here. So, we, you know, it's like, stop trying to escape. Stop yeah. trying to run out the back door. You know, I find I, 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 that's where I go. It's like, where's the back door? Can I just leave here? Because like, I, I'm done with this. This is not working. I don't know what's going on anymore. It's like, this is, you know, like, where's the back door? <laughs> There's no back you door. You got to remember <laughs> You can run, but you cannot hide because whatever you came here to do, if you don't do it, you're coming back and do it again. That's why I am willing to fearlessly embrace the pain, the agony, the challenges, the fear and move through because I don't want to come back here. I'm not not coming back. That's what I keep saying. This is my last life. I'm not coming back to this. That's what you say. I know, right? Let's wait till you get on the other side and you look down and they say, we need some volunteers. Alari, you're going to be right there. (laughs) I know. It's funny, right? It's funny (laughs) when you're not in the midst of it. You know, it's funny after the fact. But when I was in the midst of my big crying fest for a couple of hours, you know, it's like, it was scary. It was downright not fun. And it's like, and even like the dogs didn't help, you know, it's like. It's like it was just uh, it was a dark place, but luckily it only lasted a few hours, so uh, I'm pretty good. <laughs> so it's like okay, this too shall pass, and it did. All right, so we're gonna do an activation first, and then we're gonna take some live caller questions. So again, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in chat, and um, and again, like Beth just said, ask the question that you were scared to find the answer about. You know, like this, the the answer that you're afraid to get. Ask that question. Okay, here we go. All right, Beth, we are ready. Where are you? I'm here. (laughs) Yeah. You see me? (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'm going to mute myself while we do the activation. All right. Now, here's one thing. We did this before, and that's when I got kicked off. We're going to do it again. Because it is a journey inward, not outward. So I would ask that everyone stop their video so that you can't open your eye to see how you look or open your eye to see how I look. We're going in. It doesn't matter how anybody looks. So if everyone can stop their video. Yeah, well, you can turn it back on later after we're done the activation. Absolutely. You can see whatever you want to see. But I'll tell you what, the the, uh, look of the inward look is going to be the bigger, more brilliant view of everything. So I want to mute myself as well. So, okay. So I'd like everyone to just get really, really comfortable. And don't worry if during this work, 
you go offline, which you might interpret as falling asleep. For some of you, perhaps, and I'm feeling this, some of you really need the restful sleep that can come. But the majority of 99% of you who will go offline are doing that because you are able to receive at that deeper level when you are offline. So don't worry about it. The work is the work. Energy is happening right now. It's been happening since I began preparing earlier. So you're going to receive whether you're online or offline. So take a couple of deep, easy breaths to just let go of all the day, of all the talk, and to be right here, right now with me. If your eyes aren't already closed, close them. And bring your attention to your third eye. Pausing there for a moment as you feel into that glory that is the truth and light of you connected as one with all that is. And now drop your attention down to your heart space as if you are standing inside your heart, nestled within the bountiful love and light and energy that is the truth of you. And now from your heart space, I want you to send a stout gold grounding cord down into the earth, into the very center of Mother Earth, where there's a golden grace light ball. Lock your grounding cord into our beloved mother's heart and draw that grace light up from the earth all the way back to your heart space. And now from that same center of your heart, imagine a brilliant diamond white light flowing up through your throat, your third eye and out your crown, sending it way high up into the furthest reaches of the galaxy where you will see, sense, feel, or just imagine there's a divine star point with your name on it that you're going to lasso with your white light. Wrap it around a few times so that you're really securely connected to that star. And now draw down that heavenly energy. Draw it down your white light. Feel it re-enter your crown and flow it back to your heart space. Notice that the gold and the white light have met each other and are beginning to expand in, through, and as the whole of you. Just observing that in whatever way. Maybe you feel it. Maybe you sense it. Maybe you see it with your inner eye. Just let it flow. And now return your attention to the very depth of the center of your heart. There's a zero set point there. It's a power button. I want you to push that button and out of it releases an infinitely expanding sphere of grid lines, the new consciousness grid. And you're going to infuse those grid lines with gold and the violet flame of St. Germain, that brilliant healing flame. Now return your attention to your heart space. There's a portal at the back of your heart that will take you to the infinite field of all that is. Pass through that portal and you find yourself in the most glorious meadow. Just take a moment to breathe in the sense, to take in the sights to hear the sounds, to observe what is going on in this quantum field. Notice what you notice, whatever that is. 
And now you're going to walk over to the far right. There's a small little mm, kind of cute little beach cottage, if you will. Walk over there and enter into this cottage. You'll see a door that's marked the viewing room. I want you to open that door and walk inside. It's, it's very dark so that the light can have its way once it's on. And you'll notice that in front of you is a black screen. As you ponder this black screen, as you observe it and take it in, I want you to open your hands as if you were cupping them, creating a sacred bowl. And into this bowl, you're going to deposit everything you want to let go of. For some of you, you might just exhale into it. For others, you might bring it to a certain part of your body. You may set an intention. It can be specific. It can be broad and general. Whatever you are ready to let go of, deposit into this hand-held bowl. And step into that black screen where you're going to open your palms, releasing the contents of your etheric bowl into that black screen. Take a deep breath in and on the exhale, let go of anything else that may have decided it's ready to go. Now that it's in this field that is receptive to taking and transmuting the energy of that which no longer serves you. Now take another step forward and you will pass out of that black screen and see before you a brilliant white screen. Allow yourself to feel the energy and the light emanating from that screen as you step into it and allow that field of infinite luminescent source light to permeate every inch of every body, mental, physical, emotional, and energetic, all the way down to the subatomic level of your cells, to your DNA, breathing in this beautiful source light. Allow yourself within this light to move, to stretch, to dance, to turn, to swirl, to play. Whatever assists you in receiving this beautiful source light, that is yours to do. Keep breathing. As you receive and reset to this higher level of abundance, of oneness with all that is. And take a moment now to consider what most you want to have the experience of in the coming hours, days, weeks months in the remainder of this 2022 year? What is it that your soul, your heart, 
is longing to have the experience of. And then offer that to the light, whether in a prayer, an invocation, an I am intention statement, even the mere thought is enough. Remembering you are in the field of source light. So the very idea of what more you wish to have the experience of will be received by the universe, by spirit. So take a moment now in silence to ask for what you wish to have the experience of. Keep breathing. Whatever you have asked for has been received. And I ask that you now to amplify the field and your receptivity to repeat after me. I am that I am. I am one with all that is and aligned fully with my purpose I am that I am. I am receiving and fulfilling all of my divine missions. I am open to and receiving all of my divine intuitive gifts with ease and grace. I am that I am. I am free and confident in my freedom. I am open to expanding into awakened awareness as one with all that is. I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. And so it is, and so it shall be. Take one last deep breath in, drawing in all of this expansive, bountiful, magnificent divine white light. And then walk back through that black screen into the viewing room. Take a moment standing here to just observe as a witness 
to yourself and to this experience. What has happened? How you feel? What has shifted? What has left? What has come in? Just observing, helping your physical body that is compressed energy adjust and integrate. Exit the viewing room and the little cottage and walk back out into the meadow. You'll notice on the other side, so to the left side of the meadow, there's a waterfall. Walk to that waterfall and step inside. This is one last moment to clear with this divine elixir, anything that's ready to shed, ready to go. Any aspect of your body that needs healing, draw the water into that area and affirm, I am radiant, vibrant health. I am radiant, vibrant health. I am radiant, vibrant health. All is and will be well. And then step out of the water and either just let it drip or gleefully shake yourself like a dog just coming out of a lake. As you walk back across the infinite field, that beautiful meadow, back to the portal. Pausing before you enter it just briefly so that you can look back and observe. Again, when we take that time to observe what is, we allow the integration into our bodies with greater ease and grace. And now, pass through that portal, back to your heart space. Take a nice, deep, easy breath in. Turn your attention to the right side of your head, above your head, at the inner bounds of your auric field. There's a light switch there. Flip that light switch on. Wow. Ha! It's like a laser light show out there. Notice how brilliant your auric field lights up, free of that debris and full of the potency of what more is possible for you. Now turn your attention to the outside of your aura and imagine you're pouring a liquid platinum shield all over your auric field and then studying it with diamond mirror tiles, turning yourself into a disco ball. This is a powerful shield that will protect your energy from interference with the energy of others. You can still make all the connections needed. Your light will shine, and yet you won't be giving away your energy. And now as you slowly begin to come back to now, right here, right now with me, we say, Mother, Father, God, source of all that is, 
all of our guides, angels, archangels, masters, ascended masters, wise one team, and ancestors who have been here today to assist us in this clearing, this activation, this opening and expanding into the experience that is possible for us. For this, we give great thanks, extend much love, and so it is. Now, slowly, as you're ready, open your eyes and take a look about the space that you're in, just noticing whatever you notice, what's come in, what's left, what's shifted or changed. Perhaps nothing seems different. The very act of observing will open you to integrating the energy that we just up-leveled into your system with greater ease and grace. So take that moment as you take a couple of nice, easy breaths. <sighs> and here we are. Awesome. Beautiful. That was really nice. I liked it. It's very yeah. gen- gentle. It's a new... Uh, process that has just come through this week. I wasn't sure what we were going to do today, but it's um, a powerful expression of duality without separation to have that black curtain, that black screen, and then the white. And however you see it, I mean, when I do it, some days they seem like this together, And sometimes there's a gap between them. Sometimes there's no distinction. So just allow whatever happens. If if you choose to do it again, it's very powerful. How was it for all of you? Um, Write in the chat. Let us know how that was for you. Um, I let go of a lot of stuff. (laughs) Good. I was like, yeah, this, this, this. Yeah, let's just, yeah, yeah, let it go. You know, so, uh, you know, what did you let go of and what did you experience? What did you perceive during that process? And how are you feeling now? Right. How are you feeling now? Um, So Manisha says, very powerful, feel empowered. Awesome. Good. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like it, it, especially when we started to do those I am statements, you know, the affirmations, it really brought me to present and to gratitude and just remembering who I really am. Yeah. Important. It's very important to remember who you are because at our non-physical level, we are all beautiful, brilliant lights, one with all that is, one with source, one with God. And we forget that when we're in human form. And so doing this work allows us to remember who we are And that is not to say activate the egoic mind. I am so great. I am this. I am that. As far as the ego is playing with you, it's the heart. It's the gut. It's the true power of you. Um, Tanya says, I felt more free. Good. Good. Uh, Sandai says, of course, fell asleep, but I really feel energized. Awesome. And that's fine if you fall asleep. It's totally fine. Michelle said that was beautiful. I felt warmth and energy in my solar plexus. When I opened my eyes and looked around, things looked clearer and brighter. Awesome. Uh, Suzanne says, I came out in more feminine clothes out of that cabin. Awesome. I love it. I love it. 
And Abby said, a lot of energy at the heart and solar plexus. Maria says, oh, thank you so much. So wonderful feeling all over my body, warmth and tingling in my arms and legs and looked purple, green, and blue. Felt like a lot was released from me and, and get more energy. Good. And, and that is really making my head buzz. What, what was the name of the person who said that? Maria. Maria, keep going. Keep that purple, green, and blue going. That is, that's your PowerPoint. Lots is happening for you, so keep it going. Awesome. And Mary said, the room looks brighter, and I feel lighter and more at ease. Good. Awesome. Yes. And yes, That's exactly what we want, right? Lighter, brighter, and more at ease. <laughs> Nobody got kicked off. No, I know. No one got kicked off. It's so great. I love it. <laughs> All right. So let's take some questions again. Um, you know, ask the question that you are afraid to get the answer of for whatever, however you want to phrase that. Okay. So, but you have to ask a specific, a specific question, not what my guides want me to know, what's in my energy field. Nope. None of that. I will cut you off and I'll say, no, ask something specific. Okay. So I'm, I mean that way, but whatever it is, what it is. All right. So, uh, yes, you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. Okay. If you've already done it, don't ask again because I won't be able to find it again. So. Tanya, you want to go ahead first? Unmute yourself. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hi, Tanya. Hi. <laughs> so my question is, I uh, at least last year, I feel like my life is on hold. And I don't know if it's possible. I used to be extrovert. I was like talking a lot. And I, like my husband would say, I could talk for a country. And now I feel like... Um, I'm more introvert, like maybe I was working on something inside myself or figuring out what to do next, but I kind of like lost that excitement I always had when I knew something to share with people. And now I have, I think I have enough to share with people, but I don't have this sparkle. I don't know. I, it's like, it's not gone, but I'm missing it at the moment. So I, I don't know what either it is something from inside me or is it something going around me that I'm not aware of? Okay, so here's the thing. I used to talk a lot too. Now I know you're, you're hearing me on this show, so I'm talking. But for those of us who are or have been extroverts and are big talkers, the shift that is needed to stillness and silence is to stop talking because when you're talking you're out there and to connect with what more is possible and here i mean i could see i am getting full body chills i look like a goose flesh to to move into here and connect with what you're here to do requires silence and it isn't that you've become an introvert it isn't a matter of only extrovert introvert there's a new term it's a flow trovert. Now, I did not coin this term. Um, my daughter did. She is an introvert extrovert. She can be an extrovert and very social when she needs to, wants to, chooses to. But she also then is exhausted afterwards and, and can spend days by herself and be perfectly happy. So the twin grandsons that I have, uh, they're 13. They're very different. We refer to one as the accountant for all the obvious reasons. He's on top. We also used to call him the little sheriff on top of everything. 
The other one is uh, called the Buddha boy. And the Buddha boy is the one who taught me so much about who I am and what I'm here to do. And very recently in their baseball and sporting activities, they had a bunch going on at once. And the Buddha boy was complaining. And I have no time for anything. All I'm ever doing is sports. And two years ago, you couldn't stop him from playing. So I said, I don't understand what's going on. And she said, he's embracing his inner self and who he really is. And I said, well, what does that have to do with baseball? He is a flow-travert. He wants to do whatever is happening in the moment. He's about flow. And when you first started talking, your higher self beamed a light down to you and said, you are a flow travert. And I'm, again, getting goose flesh all over. So, yes, you have been going through a lot of shifts and changes. Your perspective, it's as if the axis on which you spin has shifted. Mm -hmm. And instead of it spinning this way, it's now spinning that way. And maybe tomorrow it's going to spin this way. It is happening. This isness that you seek for your passion, your enthusiasm, it is softer, gentler, more flowing, and with greater ease than when you and I were these talking a country people. And I can see your receptivity on your face. And I want you to just continue opening to the flow travert that you are. Okay. okay? Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you. You and the so Buddha much. boy got it going on. <laughs> Thank you. You're that very was much better. Good. I can tell. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and I always remember, and this is for everybody, there's nothing wrong with you. Okay, there's just don't judge yourself. It's not it's not you. It's you, the inner you. Okay, so it's like there's so much change happening right now. So much wants to be birthed. So much wants to come through us. You know, we're not the same as we were two years ago, or um, this morning, or even. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, dear, I thought you didn't have anything to support us with. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I can't not say stuff sometimes, you know, it's like, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just right. accept it. You're an energy healer and you're doing your work right here, right now. Yes, that is true. I am embracing it. Yeah. All right, Manisha. <laughs> you want to unmute yourself? Yes. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Beth. Um, Beth, I'm dealing with a lot of financial challenges. Uh, and it's been betrayal on many levels and I'm wondering if it's karmic and when when do you think I'll see some like sunshine and change from the situation that I've been in thank you so yes it my sense was that yes it is karmic but you have to remember not to misinterpret what that means Karma is real. It is not the consequence, cause and effect that our mental minds interpret it as. So you can choose to say, I am, I mean, you have to move through it, right? So you have to, just like that black screen, in order to receive the white light, we had to let go of stuff to create space. 
So you have to choose to be ready to be done with it, this karma, and then without letting the left brain egoic mental mind engage and start telling you, ah, you can't do it. You're not good enough. You need to pay. You did all this. You blah, blah, blah. Drop all judgment, attachment, and expectation. And every day, every day without fail for the next 30 days. Now, normally 21 is what we need to either break a habit or call in a new one. I like 30 because you just make sure. I want you every day to open your arms wide with the palms up, stretching back just a little so your heart space is extended and say, I am open and receptive to all good now. Three times. I am open and receptive. Do it with me. Let's do it together. I'm open and receptive. To all good now. To all good now. I am open and receptive to all good now. I am open and receptive to all good now. Now draw your hands above your head until they touch. Not quite. Almost touch. And, and feel the energy you've called in through your palms. And now draw your palms down towards your head, bringing that energy into your crown. And then bring your hands into prayer position. Again, not quite touching, just like. And take a moment to allow the divine to grace you with the good that is yours to receive. And at the same time, open the soles, the trap doors on the soles of your feet. And imagine everything that opposes your good flowing out into the earth and celebrate, honor, and congratulate yourself for your donation to our mother's healing. And then let that go. I heard it said once by a holistic practitioner that I was seeing and had a diagnosis from a a Western doctor. And I just knew that diagnosis was wrong. I brought my test results into this holistic practitioner who's also an energy healer because I just knew he was going to tell me it wasn't true. And he looked at the test and he said, no, you do have it. And I started crying. And he said, well, just because you have it doesn't mean you have to keep it. And that's what you, I love that smile. That's what you need to do is to decide. I am willing to fulfill whatever obligations I have on this karmic debt and I surrender it so that I can move forward into the light being that I am here to be. And at the same time, you need, it would be very good, you know, because I can only do a little bit and I know that you're having money issues. Never let money be a reason you don't reach out to me to work with me. We can always work something out because there's a lot of low thoughts, maybe not a lot. There's some limiting ideas and beliefs and working on getting those out is going to really help you because it's like you're creating this force field that opposes you receiving money. I had it. That's why I can see it. I had the same pattern over and over. I would have $30,000 in debt. And every time I cleared it, it came right back. 
and, and it's been gone for a number of years. It takes dedicated work and surrender and willingness to receive. You are worthy and you are worthy of being financially abundant and prosper, prosperous. Hey, thank you so much. Um, because all this started when I was 40. Till then, I had like a life of a multimillionaire. And then, you know, with ex-husband, and we just lost everything. So then it's been struggle for 20 years. But I'm very grateful. Thank you so much. I don't want to take any more of your time. And You're willing you to lay that burden down, my dear. I will do. Thank you. And I'll listen to the recording. Thank you so much. Bless you. Thank you. And that was such a wonderful process for everybody. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you come together in a group like this, I mean, everything is energy. And this is why it's very important what groups you engage in and what you watch on television, what you listen, what you read, all of that, because the, everyone's energy field, scientifically, not even from the woo-woo perspective, is about 20 feet around. They're not even talking about auras. They're just talking about measuring energy. So every time you come within 20 feet, or if you live in an apartment building and you share a wall with someone, your energy fields are overlapping. So on the high side, when we come together in a group like this, which is why it's so powerful what you're doing, Alara, by having these uh, summits, these calls, we're creating a morphogenetic field. It's an M field of energy. And so everyone that you call on, you're calling on whether you know it or not, because that person is a representative in some form or fashion for the whole of the group. Will everything resonate with everyone? No, but pay attention to what happens with one because there will be nuggets for you because that's what happens in an M field. Absolutely. Yep. Beautiful. Uh, okay. Please. I hope I don't say your name wrong. Dynica? Sophia? I'm going to go with Sophia. Okay. So the question she had is how to resolve the resistance to being fully open to my inner me, myself and I, so I can be at my full potential. So consider what you're afraid of. What is it that is stopping you from shining? There are patterns. A timeline clearing would be very good for you because there's a lot of patterns that you've brought with you that um, are influencing how you're responding in this moment. And you need to clear those in order to let them go. I mean, for for me, what this looked like years ago when I was still married but separated from my abusive husband, who at the time was out of the country. We got into an art. I lived in my own house. He had never lived there. He didn't have keys had he been in the same city, but he wasn't. He was thousands of miles away. We get into this argument and I go into a panic state and I've got to leave. And I yelled upstairs to my older daughter, watch your sister. I got to go. Where are you going? I'll be back. I mean, that's how bad it was. And this is before cell phones. So I'm walking out of my safe house 
leaving my kids there because I am in absolute terror. Fast forward to years later when I got, you know, more deeply aligned on the path that I'm on and I started doing clearing work and timeline work and clearing personas and all of the things that I do. And I realized that was an ancient pattern of running. So way back many, many lives ago, I had an experience that was triggered in that moment. And my reaction back then was to run. And so that's what I had to do. I mean, even as I was doing it, I knew it was nuts. And there was no way I could talk myself out of it. You're in one of those patterns right now where it is not, does not feel safe for you to let yourself shine and be that light. I mean, for all of us light workers, there have been times when we were killed, burned at the stake, called witches, you know, just for being an herbalist, you could die. You could be cast out. You could be, um, I forget what that word is, but uh, banished. That's the word, banished yes. from your... Because it excommunicated. That too, that too. And you have that going on. So you need to do that timeline clearing, uh, that persona clearing in order to come into ease. In the meantime, come from your right brain, come from the divine feminine, come from your heart. When you feel, I can't let myself shine my light. I can't be easy. I can't be comfortable. Take a few deep breaths, drop that sensation into the earth and call the light in from the heavens above and bring your attention into your heart brain and out of your head brain. I hope that helps. Awesome. Thank you. And Maria has something similar. She says, why am I afraid to show my gifts or talk about it to others? They are only to those who are spiritual. I try, but I'm worried about what others will say and judge me. Okay. So Maria, it's the same. It's the same for you. It's the exact same. Here's the, the difference though. There's a level of discernment that is necessary when you are a light worker and when you are engaged with your gifts. It is not necessary for you to run around talking to everybody about energy and healing or I talk to trees or I see God or look at the messages in the clouds. Because if people aren't open and aren't ready, then you're back in that uh, situation that we were in with the first woman I engage with who said, I used to just talk, be talking all the time. She didn't say it that way, but I, that's the energy of it. Talk, 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 talk. No, there's no, the truth serves. If it doesn't serve, it's not the truth. It's something else. You do not need to talk about light work, energy work, divine intuitive stuff with anyone who's not ready mm-hmm. You just be it. You don't need to talk about it. There are, however, some some patterns and some blocks that would be beneficial for you to clear to make yourself feel freer and stronger. I can tell you this for sure. I talk less about what I do now than I did before I did it. I was much more prone to talking about my divine experiences before without knowing that that's what I was having because I was like, wow, I was either wow, I want to share this, or I've got something to tell you. You need that. That's all, you know, the the wow isn't egoic, but that other one is very egoic. Don't tell them if they're not asking. It's not necessary. And that doesn't, that does not mean that you're not doing your work to shine your light because light is 
is a visual. Light is an energy. It's not talking. Be the light and let it shine. And don't worry about telling other people about it. And come here to these spaces where it is safe to talk about it. And I just want to say one thing really quickly. So people always talk about shining your light. I've talked about that as well. But the thing is, we are always shining our light. Our, our light is always radiating, regardless of whether you do something or not. That's right. Always radiating. It's who you are. That's right. So I don't actually talk about what I do to anybody. And it's not because I'm holding back or, or anything. It's just like, if it comes up in conversation, great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If somebody asks me, so what do you do? I might give them a little bit, but I'm not going to tell the whole story of what I do. I'll just give them a little snippet. And if they're interested, they'll ask me more questions. If not, all right, cool. Have a Here's good day. a perfect example of shining light. So I have a, a small home that I work and live in. And I'm the only house that opens up onto this street because the other houses all face the other way. The whole block has parking available on both sides. Everyone has a garage and a driveway except for me. I have a garage, but I don't have a driveway. So I like to park in front when I'm go- you know, going back and forth in, in the course of the day. And I kid you not, no matter if they're going around the corner, down the alley, people are always parking in front of my house, including my neighbor's who have the equivalent of about eight parking places because they're on a corner lot. And so because they're woo-woo-ish people and I know them enough to ask this question, I said, why, to the, to the woman, why do, you, why do you park in front of my house? And she gave her very mundane answer. And then I said, well, could you ask Sergio, why does he park? And this was all by text. Why does he park in front of my house? Because sometimes they both park there and I can't park. And it's like, why? There's trees everywhere. It's it's not like mine is a better spot. And his answer was for the good energy. <laughs> so that made me realize I need to shield my property better because obviously my energy, my light, because that's what light is, is energy is bright enough that it's extending. I mean, there's this guy parking there now. And I I watched him last week when he parked there all day. He walks down the alley about eight houses down to, to work on their pool. Now, maybe he thinks it's easier to enter the back way than the front. But I'm sorry, to t- I'm here to tell you, scientifically, you parking in front of their house, you're going to be closer to the pool than parking in front of mine. And that's when there's mecca go on and on. But once I realized, once my neighbor told me that's what he was doing, I realized I have to shield better because the light is shining yeah. out beyond. And, and you, you, you must know that. Because it's not a thing that you have to do. You have to stop blocking it is what you have to do. And if you keep asking that question about, you know, I'm not shining my light. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing that. That's just all ego stuff. And that's, again, resistance to you just being, just being you. And the being you is like, do what lights you up. And I know I'm still still looking for some facets myself still. But it's like, okay, I haven't quite found exactly. But this I love. I love doing these shows. I love doing my calls with my with my groups. I love doing one on one calls. 
you know, like that lights me up. It brings me joy. You know, it's fun for me, right? So just do what is fun for you and don't worry about shining your light because your light is already shining anyways. You're a bright light. We all are. It's You're always radiating. So don't worry about that. I only talk to like-minded people. I only talk to like-minded people. Why would I want to talk to somebody who's not like-minded? I mean, I'll be, I'll be friendly and, you know, nice and cordial and et cetera, but that's it. You know, it's like my, my neighbors around here who are all farmers and whatever, I have nothing in common with them, you know, so they're not, we're not like-minded. We're talking about wine. He's like, okay, what's a good wine? You know, that's about it. Cause they're all vineyards here. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some wine. I, you know, I, I, I uh, haven't had any in a while. So I was like, I need some. All right. So hopefully that helps. Um, I think that was Maria, right? Martha. Yes. Maria. Maria. That was Maria. Okay, awesome. So hopefully that helps, Maria. Okay. All right. Uh, Michelle, you want to unmute yourself? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Michelle. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, thank you for taking my call. All right, you told me to ask a hard question. I don't know that I really want to hear the answer, but obviously I do. Where am I at in my journey as far as um, what I signed up to do? I feel like I've done a lot of work, but I just don't, I'm kind of in a pause. So I'm just curious if you have any insight into, do I have a lot more to do or, you know, Anything that's a bit, that's a bit vague in general, but I'm going to let Beth see if she got anything for that. I got something, but you see, vague in general gets you vague in general. So you're going to have to do some work to interpret the answer. Because what I saw as you were speaking is you walking very deliberately in a direction and getting to near the end of that path. When all of a sudden you stopped and started twirling, looking up at the sky, you know, throwing your arms up, you know, sort of a a hippie, ecstatic kind of dance that you were doing. And then you started trying to tell yourself that you needed to keep going down that path or turn and go to the other path or look, there's a path over there. There's one over there. Your mind took over and started trying to determine which direction you were supposed to go. But in reality, as you're swirling and twirling and dancing and drawing in the light, you become one with the light and you are that. So, what do you take away from that visual? Uh, that it's my choice in some ways that I get to, I definitely have multiple interests, but another part of me, my soul's kind of tired, or maybe it's my body that's tired. I don't know. Um, Good question. I guess I guess you nailed it when you said you ask vague, you get vague, but I didn't think it was that vague. I thought it was pretty clear. It isn't. Um, I will listen See, it, to it either, Okay. Neither is vague. The question nor the answer wasn't vague and you are spot on. But continue. Continue with what you get out of that. Um, okay. Well, I know I'm intrigued and I already wrote down about um, the, the exercise you told the other woman about. I am open and receptive to all that is good now. Definitely I'm going to be implementing that. And honestly, on these shows, it seems like everybody's question I can relate to and see where, okay, I can use that. I, that's That's me. I see that. But as far as the twirling comes to mind is 
one of my sisters that um, had passed on, I asked somebody to check on her and see if she's okay. And that's what she was doing as she was leaving. She was twirling and dancing. So that's the first thing that came to mind. But how does that apply to me? Yeah, I'll have to. He's inviting to you to the of- dance. Okay, then all that makes sense. Okay, thank you. That makes And so then the the, the the last part of what is coming through is that it's okay to take a break because your soul is weary. And at this point in life, those of us who have showed up in this life to be the light, to be the answer, to be the change, we are weary. So rest and know that that does not make you deficient. It just makes you smart. You cannot give from your reserves. You can only give from your overflow. And if you're worn, you don't have any overflow. So take the time in stillness and silence in nature. Let yourself, I mean, I challenge you. I don't know what the structure of your life is, but I challenge you to take a day and do only what you want in that day. Nothing else. If you don't feel good, if it doesn't light you up, if it doesn't make you happy, you're not going to do it. And even if you have, you know, to work hard to find the day where you can do this, that's okay. It doesn't have to be today or tomorrow. But the more that you can allow yourself to feel what your soul, your heart is longing for and what that connection with the divine is calling you to, I mean, that's how we know what our divine missions are. That's how we fulfill them, is that we enhance the connection between us and the divine. So let yourself open more to that and ask, what next is mine to do? And don't do anything until you get that inner sense, not the head, the heart. The heart brain, the gut brain, much more powerful than the head brain. You're you're on a good course. You just need a rest. And I think taking that day to do only what you want is going to be challenging. Is that right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so I, see? I think that, res- that resonates totally because, um, yeah, totally resonates. Thank you so much. Um, a lot well. of food for thought. I do pray daily what, what Lord God, H- source, universe, all of, what do you want me to do? What's, what's my soul's journey? I, I do that daily. I seek seek higher guidance, but I will continue to rest more and um, listen more. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Michelle. And you know, it's so funny. I was thinking uh, yesterday or today, I was thinking, you know what, I just want a day where I'm not doing anything, like no computer, no calls, no client calls, no group calls, no nothing, no husband, no dogs, Nothing. I want a day where I do like I have and no learning because I'm always learning stuff too. No learning, no training, no nothing. I want a day like that. (laughs) And so that's important because the striving for more learning, for more connection is work in and of itself. Mm -hmm. So take it, take that day, take that day. Yeah, take that day. Yeah, Michelle said, take that day, Laura, please. Yes, yes. Um, and then I just, Michelle said something at the very end that I just want to clarify. And I'll give my two cents, Beth, and maybe you can give your two cents. So she was talking about how she talks to God, spirit creator, and asks, what do you want me to do? And I don't think, I don't think that's the right question. For me, it's not about what does God want me to do? It's like, how can I serve? 
you know, show, I say, how can I serve? Show me the way. Because God doesn't want you to do anything. If you're waiting for God or the divine or creator source to tell you what to do, what, what, what you think they want you to do, they don't want you to do anything. They just want you to be you. Just be. You know, they don't want anything. So what other question can Michelle ask instead of, instead of that? Um, what is what is mine to do? What you said, how is how may I serve? That is a, an excellent way to express it. Um, and, you know, getting out of the head and, and bringing the attention to the heart and just be as one in the light of God, source, universe, the divine and receiving, feeling, sensing what that calling is, is going to be really powerful because when we let our brain take over and start saying these various words, I got to get the words right or it's not the right question or I'm not going to get the right answer. Just let it all go and just be with the light and then wait. Because often once you spend that time basking in the glow of God, you're going to walk away from that knowing what you need to do, what is yours to do. And sometimes that being in the, in, in the light is what is yours to do. Because when you're in alignment and spending that time with source light, you're amplifying the light. And we need more light on this planet. So that may very well be what is yours to do. Yeah. And, and there is no supposed to. There's none of that. There, you know, we did have a plan when we decided to come back here. But, um, but even then, it still comes down to our free will choice that, you know, once we're here, it still comes down to that. So what feels right to you, you know, in this moment? do that but again first michelle take a break <laughs> yes get, get some rest i also have to do the same so get some rest okay um all right pat i know you got kicked off earlier because i was about to call on you before but then you got kicked off you want to unmute yourself okay thank you thank you so much um i don't have any fears but you know i keep getting in i'm going to meet a male partner and move out of my apartment <laughs> and move nice. in with him. Do you want to do that? Yeah, I do. Part of me does, but there's part of me that is, you know, maybe. So if that is what you seek to have the experience yes. of, yes, you, the same way that we went through the dark shield, the dark yeah. curtain, the dark screen to the white light one, uh-huh. You have to do that for yourself, too, because he's getting this push-pull sensation. Yes. And it may not be, as you say, based on fear. It may be pragmatic. I mean, for I have my version of this where mm-hmm. I think, oh, this would be divine to have a beloved. And, and then I turn around and say, oh, man, that means you got to sleep in the same bed with me. you know so and neither there's no right or wrong good or bad but if that is what i'm doing i am sending a mixed message to the divine like they're up there waiting to you know bring you together and they're saying oh wait a minute 
She's not really ready yet. Give her a minute. Okay. So you must be willing to release whatever is it is that is holding you in your apartment. Okay. Okay. So so that you can be receptive to that person who is very close and it feels like you already either know them or are in the vicinity of them. It's not a big leap. Okay. Okay. And your higher self wants you to know there's nothing you're doing that's wrong. It's simply a matter of determining what it, right? The divine timing is always the the point. And what is the experience that you are willing to receive? Yeah. And, And once you are aligned that way, boom. And that's, that's my guidance too, that I believe that, that I will meet this person in the most perfect timing. Yes. I'm being called to share a story. I heard a minister um, who was speaking at Reverend Michael Beckwith's church, um, the Agape church. And the short of the story was that her beloved, who she's been married to some many years now, and they have children together was her next door neighbor for 10 years. Oh, wow. So until she was ready, until the and and the whole time she was running the program, I don't know where he is. I don't know how long this is going to, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And they were friends. Mm-hmm. But she had to move through what she had to release. And then the timing had to align. There was someone else who, who said, there's no, <laughs> this is actually a client of mine who was saying, yeah, I, I'm open. This would be a second or third marriage for her. She's, you know, in her 60s. She's retired, just newly retired and met this guy two years ago. But what she had to go through in order to manifest that connection was to let go of the idea. Well, yes, I am open for my beloved, but I know he's not in this town. And she went through a lot of work to come to the place of understanding that unconsciously she was barring the person by saying he's not here. And then one day, because she was, uh, the, the person was, she had a masseuse who was saying, I know someone for you. And then telling him, I know someone for you. And my, you know, my client was just, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Uh, let me think about it. Well, the guy was ready. And he found out where she worked and walked into the office and said she was a financial planner. Mm-hmm. I want to invest my money in you. What do I need to do? And then as they started talking, he started laughing and said, I'm actually here because so-and-so told me that you and I should meet. And they have been, she calls him her conscious man, and they have been the best happiest couple for the past two years. And she's doing all manner of things that she said she would never do, like live with the guy that she's not married to. They just moved out here from uh, the, the Northern Midwest. And she's allowing herself to flow in the divinity of what their connection and their love will bring. And so your higher self wants you to embrace that as well. Okay. Okay, good. Thank you for that that uh, wisdom thank you awesome good thank you pat let us know how that goes yes uh all right martha has a question one second martha 
Why have I felt like I've been putting out fires concerning my health for over 30 years? Thyroid, Lyme, brain, etc. I try to remain positive, but it's very hard sometimes. I've declared many times that I'm ready to be done with it. Well, without... <clears throat> We have to always be mindful and conscious of the physical aspect and how whatever is said in guidance and energy, uh, heart-based activity is not forsaking the physical. So everything that you are receiving right now in this moment is not about the physical aspects of what you are going through. As long, that said, as you are putting out fires and waiting for the next fire to occur, you cannot possibly heal because that's creating friction is not really the right word, but agitation, it's, it's, it's opposing your body healing because it's creating stress. You can't wait for the external sign that all is well in order for it to be well. You must embody that it can be so and then be willing to do whatever the shifts or changes are. I have I have this. I'm that was from your higher self. I am speaking now for for me, from my own experience. It's I know what I'm doing right now. That is not serving my body and why my body, why I've had various illnesses and I've injured myself. I've got my foot wrapped up right now. I I don't feel well a lot. And I know what I'm doing physically, what I'm eating, the uh, emotions that I'm bringing in, the stress that I'm holding, the too much connection to the collective consciousness, angst, violence, everything, fear about my family, all of that fear, concern, worry. It's all opposing my radiant health. I've got to be willing to make the changes on all levels. Internally, what I take in in terms of uh, the space that I'm holding, what I'm taking into my body, and I have to be willing to surrender and trust that I am radiant, vibrant health. And that's a challenging thing to say to someone who's going through what you've expressed and yet listen to what you said. I'm always putting out fires. It implies there's another fire coming. That's not healing. And this is not a judgment. And that's why I shared my own situation because the truth is I'm not ready right in this moment. When I gave that, that reference earlier to going to the whole, I had rheumatoid arthritis. And I got rid of it by changing my diet. And I can tell it's reactivating because I'm embodying and holding stress and fear around my loved ones. And I am not eating well. And I am doing all manner of things that are not serving me. And I'm also very conscious and I'm being transparent here because I am not above, below, or, or I'm right here with all of you. I am not willing to change what I need to change in this moment to stop what's happening. So what does that mean? It means I have to surrender even more to allowing the lesson that is coming through in this challenge because I know perfectly well what I need to do and I'm not willing to do it. So 
That's where my attention needs to go to. Your attention needs to go to that understandable sensation of where's the next fire. I Again, I am not saying there's no reason for you to feel that way. I'm saying you have to choose. And I would suggest you choose higher. Choose higher and be willing to shift your perception to your radiant, vibrant health. That's what's keeping, when I had that situation years ago, I wasn't where I am now. The thing that is keeping me from tipping off the edge into really poor health is that I am still holding the frequency in the space of my radiant health. Now, how long I can do this dance and play with the fire that you are speaking of? Not too much longer because I've been doing it since December. I've had some breaks intermittently, some days, some weeks where I did really well and cared for my body in the way that I needed to. But through the whole of it, what has kept me from completely falling apart and descending into disease as I did in the past is that I am holding the expression and experience of radiant health because that's what I see and want for myself. You cannot call that in and be that at the same time as you're focusing on putting out the fires. It's a very dicey, fine line to navigate. And yet I say again, choose higher. Let go of the sensation that I I have, have no right to, will not ever, am always going to have these fires to put out because historically that's what I have experienced. You got to let that go. Energetically, it works that you hold the frequency of that which you seek. So the woman we worked with earlier that was having financial issues, you said you had a lot of money before. You know what that feels like. That's what you need to feel like every day. You cannot let the circumstances Determine if I let the circumstances of life in the world out there determine my experience of the day, I wouldn't be on this call. I might have killed myself, honest to God, because it's really tough. And what we're moving through is really tough. This breakdown that will eventually lead us to a breakthrough is hard and painful and challenging. And that's what your body is doing. It's breaking down to get your attention. So what is it that you are not willing to see? Because when you're willing to see, your body will stop giving you painful messages. It's only talking to you. And, and please, I can feel it. I, and I know myself. I don't want to hear this. Just freaking fix me. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. If there's something you're running from, you're, you're going to, no matter what happens, it's not going to take. In fact, here's the perfect story. At Agape, I usually don't talk about Agape on shows. So for some reason, it's coming up today. I had an eye miracle. Keep this short. I have an eye condition. And the situation with the eye is it. If it gets worse, I go blind or I have a cornea transplant. It's an organ transplant. I don't want either situation. So the day that I was diagnosed with it, I went to a healer. She gave me an affirmation. She told me this was years ago. What colors to envision, Colin Raphael, Divine Mother, blah, blah, blah. I go back six months later having done that. And the doctor says, you know, you were so freaked out when you were here. 
six months ago that I didn't want to talk about surgery, but that's where I saw this going. And you still have the disorder, but the cloudiness is gone and your eyes are so much better. And I said to him, do you want to know what I've been doing? And this goes to the other woman's point of who to talk to and like-minded and all that. I asked him and he said, yes. And I, I told him I've been doing these visualizations and calling in these angels. And he went like this and said, I'm a man of science and I don't know where to put that, but I will tell you, keep doing it. So I go to Agape and I have an eye miracle, a further eye miracle there. And I work really hard to try to catch up with Reverend Michael in order to get him to, um, you know, share this with him. And it's not working and I just give up and I start walking out of the sanctuary and I end up getting blocked into a corner by his, I don't want to call them bodyguards because they're not really that, but his people Mm -hmm. and him and he's talking to someone and I literally can't move. And all of a sudden he turns around and looks at me and said, you have something to say to me. And so I tell him everything I just said. And he says to his people, now let us pray. And we hold hands and Whatever he said, I could feel it. It was beautiful. It's really what we do here. And then um, he said, and now we pray that the miracle holds. And I asked him what he meant by that. And he said, in his 30 years of having that church, twice, people who were blind could see. And all of a sudden, during the service, with one, it held, and with the other, it didn't. And I said, well, what's the difference? Because I'm like, I need to know. And he said, you have to hold space for the miracle. So even if you could find the healer, the moment, the space, the place, even if it happened right here, everything is healed and you feel great. You have to believe that and you have to hold the space of that in order for it to continue. Connect with the frequency of the experience that you wish to have with your body and hold it even when it's not happening now. That's how you heal. Let go of the fires that you have to put out. Wow. Wow, that's powerful. I got goosebumps when you were talking about all of that. That's like, oh my goodness. Ooh, thank you for sharing that. And thank you, Martha, for your vulnerability and yes, yes. sharing with us. Thank you. Yes, thank you, Martha. And I will send, continue to send healing light and energy to you. Beautiful. All right, Abby, you want to unmute yourself? Maybe yes. Yes, there you go. Abby? Hello. Hi. Hi. Yeah, barely. Lost you. Yeah, go ahead. We can hear you now. Maybe not. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Talk louder. Hello. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. We can hear you. Maybe she can't hear. Can you write your question in the chat, Abby? Because we uh, there seems to be a disconnect Hello. there. Can you hear me now? Yes. We, yeah. You can't hear us. 
Hello. <laughs> Abby, we, we can hear you, but you can't hear us for some reason. I can't hear you, you now. Yeah, yeah, you can hear us? Yeah, sorry, we cannot hear you. Just type your question in the chat. We can hear you, but you can't hear us. All right. Okay, Abby, so type type your question in the chat, okay? Hopefully you can you will see that message. I'm not sure. And Alara, I have time for uh, time is the wrong word, but I'm uh, I can do maybe one or two more. Oh yeah, I forgot. So I'm so glad you mentioned that because you told me that you, you know, have to go. I, I have another commitment, but I also am. Uh, I'm feeling the sensation. I'm getting the call. That's enough. I don't want to uh, burn out my spark. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So Abby's, Abby's question is: How may I move into health and joy of life? Uh, every, <laughs> everything that was uh, said for everybody that came before you take all of that in. And if you weren't here for the whole of the call, then definitely listen again, the moving into health and the joy of life is a choice. It is not always easy, but, um, it is truly that's the truth. So earlier today, I don't think we were live then, but I uh, a picture fell out off the windowsill and broke an angel figurine. And I was just in the moment that I burst into tears and I felt like I just can't take anymore. And I stopped. I let myself cry until I was like... <laughs> My inner child self was like, are you finished yet? But not in a mean way, just are you finished? And then when I was finished, I said, yes, I'm finished. Now, what are you going to do about it? And at that moment, I stopped and went like this. I am open and receptive to all good now. I did the process. I drew the energy in. I pulled it down. I put a smile on my face. Because your brain does not know the difference between the truth and fiction. If you are not joyful, but you assume a joyful physicality by smiling, like right now, just put a smile on your face, laugh. It makes all the difference in the world because then your brain resets out of how do I feel better and be healthy and be joyful? And it receives that you are, and it begins sending the endorphins and all the other stuff that cascades through your nervous system and helps you feel better. So choose higher, Abby, and then follow that choice up with physical action that matches the expression of the experience that you seek to have. Thank you. Thank you, Abby. Now, before we go, I wanted to remind everybody of the offers that Beth has for us. They are still on the page or on the special offer page, etc. Alara.at forward slash show forward slash Beth one. And I just wanted, there's two packages. Package A includes a two-part workshop, channeled energy-infused Fibonacci series activations, monthly energy healing call, and bonus gifts. And package B 
includes a 30 minute session with uh, with Beth as well as everything in package A, as well as a bonus three month subscription to Beth's monthly energy healing calls. Um, I think that's still, that's still yes. valid. Yes. <laughs> so please check it out. Laura.at forward slash show forward slash Beth one. And because we have Beth coming back again, the 24 hour special is back on again as well. It's available. So use code TACS10. And so for some of you who you know at, were able to ask a question of Beth today, I highly recommend if you can get package B so you can have that 30 minute personal session with Beth. You know, like we can only do so much on a call like this, but for some of you, you really need to work deeply and, and more with Beth to really have the transformation that you require and desire. But if you can't at least get package eight, that is going to help you to move forward. And the activations are powerful and they're going to help you to clear out stuff as well. Right, Beth? Yes. And I just, it popped up on my screen what Maria just said, and I want to offer this in closing to everyone. Maria, um, if you can see in the chat box, wrote that every morning she creates herself in the mirror. There is an exercise for those of you who want to shift your field, whether it's for better health, whether it's for more financial prosperity, whether it's for feeling joyful, calling in your beloved, whatever it is that you want to have the experience of. Every day for 30 days, eye to eye in the mirror, you say, with a smile on your face, I am, and then affirmatively state what you want. Now, if you just want to generally feel better, I am amazing and glorious and magnificent, and this is going to be a great day. Doesn't matter if you feel like crap. You look in your eye, soul to soul, in that mirror, and you do that for 30 days. And thank you, Maria, for for bringing this up. That mirror exercise can change everything. It'll reset your default neural pathway so that you end up waking up with a glorious feeling and you don't even know why you're happy because nothing else changes. But you're changing the inner workings. Stop looking at the outer or even what's happening in your body, the physicality of it for the answers and go higher, go up and look in that mirror, eye to eye, soul to soul with that smile affirming. And and if you need something to help you with this, it's a very old movie. I think Al Franken was in it, the Saturday Night Live guy, Stuart Smalley saves his family. That's where I first saw this and then later heard about it in trainings. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's what Stuart was doing every day because he was the loser and his family always picked on him and everybody always picked on him. And every day when he went on this course to feel better, he'd look at himself in the mirror and say, I am amazing. I am brilliant. I am beautiful. And gosh, darn it, people like me. And. So if you need a funny movie to uplift you and bring joy, watch Stuart Saves His Family. Awesome. I don't think I ever heard that movie, but I will It's old. That. It's a very old movie, but it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing for what it offers in shift and how to shift. Yeah. And the thing is, please know that we can all shift. Okay. Yes. It is about our perspective. What are we focusing on? What are we affirming? What are we declaring to the universe? But it is possible for all of us to shift. It is 
a challenging time. So please don't beat yourself up. Please be gentle with yourself. Be kind and loving to yourself and compassionate the best you can and take a break if you can. You know, like, honestly, I need a break. I know it. I don't know when I'm going to get it, but I know I need a break. But even if you can't get the whole thing, you can get 20 minutes. You can get 10 minutes. Take a break. And when you declare that for yourself, you'll find that over time, that five minutes can become 20, can become a day, an afternoon, a day. Start from where you are right here with what you have. And don't wait for all the stuff out there to change or in here to change. Be the change. Be the change and continue to radiate your light because you are already doing it. So don't worry about, I'm not shining my light enough or how can I shine my light? You're already doing it. Okay. All right. Well, oh my goodness. Thank you so much, Beth. This was wonderful. Had so much fun. Wonderful, wonderful questions. Oh my goodness, everyone. Thank you so much for all your questions. The activation was so powerful at the beginning. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. I didn't get kicked off. (laughs) Awesome. 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 So please do go back and watch or listen to this again. There's so many, so much wisdom, so many processes that you can do for yourself. Um, And you know, start working with them, do the 30, 30 days things and so on. Um, I don't know, Grace, I don't think so, but maybe, maybe there was a typo on the offer page. So really quickly, Beth, on the, on the package A, the workshop, it's not, it's not live. It's pre, it's pre-recorded, right? It, well, it, it uh, yes, the lecture portion is not, but the quantum energy lab, which is a form of this, but more time spent with each person is live. Okay. And what time is that? I haven't scheduled it. And also if you, uh, I have not opened up appointments because I totally forgot that this was anything other than a Q and a with Alara. <laughs> I did not until we got on. I mean, just the very last second before I came on, I remembered, Oh, you know, th- there's a package involved here. So if, you know, give me some time, uh, later in the day, I'll open up those appointments. The QEL is live. The teaching is recorded, but we connect before hand and the energy is infused in all of it awesome perfect thank you all right everyone so please do check out uh, the packages for beth they're available at alar.at for slash show for slash beth one because her show is originally in january all right so thank you thank you thank you thank you beth <laughs> phenomenal Sending thank you, you everyone Sending for being hugs, here hugs and and uh, blessings and patience <laughs> amen All right, so thank you, everyone. Until next time, we continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now.